Welcome to Noble Bereans, your weekly short Bible study that dives into the scriptures in a meaningful way in just a few minutes each week. I'm your host, Steve Sanders. During this series on Ruth, I've often encouraged everyone to go back and listen to the previous episodes before we begin the current one. This has never been more necessary than it is in today's episode. We are picking up our verses today mid-conversation, and what has led up to this, Ruth's proposal to Boaz, is critical to understanding the text today. While that last episode is important, so are the rest of the episodes in this series. If you haven't heard those other episodes, you can start with episode 9 of season 3 that aired back on the 3rd of October. Once you've done that, or for those that are already ready, let's get started in today's study. We're going to be reading from Ruth chapter 3, beginning in verse 10, and as always, I'm going to read from the net version. He said, May you be rewarded by the Lord, my dear. This act of devotion is greater than what you did before, for you have not sought to marry one of the young men, whether rich or poor. Now, my dear, don't worry. I intend to do for you everything you propose, for everyone in the village knows that you are a worthy woman. Now, yes, it is true that I am a guardian, but there is another guardian who is a closer relative than I am. Remain here tonight. Then in the morning, if he agrees to marry you, fine, let him do so. But if he does not want to do so, I promise as surely as the Lord lives to marry you. Sleep here until morning. You'll recall from last week that Boaz was startled when he found a woman laying at his feet. But as we enter into today's study, we'll find that this unease has settled relatively quickly as he became aware of who this lady was. Boaz immediately blesses Ruth for her actions. In fact, the Hebrew word for rewarded is barak, which is the word for blessed. We also see he calls her my dear, which is probably an appropriate translation, though in Hebrew he referred to her as his daughter. Now, This is a word with a wide range of meanings in Hebrew, though, and it could have been simply a respectful term or perhaps even a term that indicates Boaz's fondness for Ruth. The next sentence is a bit confusing, though, and it really is the crux of today's study. Why would Ruth's proposal to Boaz be a greater act of devotion or kindness than the first? We interpret the first to be her devotion to Naomi, but the Aramaic Targum notes the first act of devotion as her conversion to the Hebrew God or her devotion to the Hebrew God. Boaz's point remains the same. Ruth is being respectful to her first husband here by seeking to marry a kinsman redeemer instead of another, as this, according to Jewish law, could result in her husband's name being carried on by the first male born to her in this marriage. I'm not convinced the net version has accurately depicted the second half of verse 10, though. The text doesn't clearly indicate that Ruth's alternative was marrying another young man, but it could be that he is appreciating that she chose to marry than to partake in non-committal relationships with other men, whether they were rich or poor. This is actually the way the Aramaic Targum chooses to expound on that verse. Boaz then reaffirms to Ruth that he is going to honor Ruth's request, but he gives a legal caveat to this. He must validate whether a closer relative, the more appropriate kinsman redeemer, 
is willing to forego the marriage to Ruth. This seems ridiculous to our modern understanding of things, but this was an honorable thing for Boaz to do. He is no doubt agreeable to this, and the Aramaic Targum's elaboration suggests that he was even tempted that night to consummate the marriage with Ruth, but he knew that there was a closer male relative, and that male relative was the right person for Ruth to marry if she were following the law of the kinsman redeemer. Boaz also notes to Ruth that everyone in the village knows Ruth is a worthy woman. This speaks highly to all that Ruth has done for Naomi after coming back to Bethlehem. But, as is typical, there is more than meets the eye here. It is far more likely that this worthiness is referring to Ruth's conversion to the Hebrew faith rather than her devotion to Naomi. Boaz is an honorable man in the religious community and there was no reason for him to take on a Moabite wife unless she had proven herself faithful to the Israelite God. Even so, Boaz recognizes that he cannot honorably act as the kinsman redeemer. There is someone else who's a closer relative. Remember, the kinsman redeemer, as defined in Deuteronomy 25, was the brother of the deceased man. In this case, Boaz is not Malon's brother, but a close relative of Elimelech, Malon's father and Ruth's father-in-law. There was a closer relative, though, perhaps even a brother to Elimelech that would better fulfill this command from God to provide a son for Malon. Boaz determines to clear this up before proceeding. Boaz then tells Ruth to stay the night at the threshing floor. One can only assume that this is for her own safety, but as we'll see next week, she departs early the next morning before she can be seen. Boaz then seems to contradict himself. He tells Ruth, that if the closer relative agrees to marry Ruth, then he would stand aside and let this kinsman redeemer fulfill his obligation to Malon. Boaz seems to show some doubts, though, about this other man's willingness to do this, as he already indicated he would do as Ruth asked in verse 11. As we'll see soon, probably in a couple of weeks, Boaz may have been aware that the other relative would not be willing to take on Ruth as a wife. We'll pick this back up here next week, starting in Ruth 3.14. Boaz once again showers blessings upon Ruth, but he also takes some action to protect his reputation and Ruth's too. Join us again next week to find out more. Are you enjoying these short Bible studies each week? If so, would you do me a favor and rate the podcast? You can do that on many of the listening platforms, and it really helps others to find what we're doing here. Also, if you know someone else who might be interested in these podcasts, point them to our website where they can listen at podcast.noblebereans.com. They can also easily subscribe on any of the major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many others. Remember, you can also get weekly updates through our Facebook page. You can find a link to that in our show notes. And if you're liking this study on Ruth, I'll be publishing a study guide on this entire book when we're done with the series. You can get a copy of that by subscribing on our site, noblebereans.com. That's N-O-B-L-E-B-E-R-E-A-N-S dot com. Finally, join us again in our next episode. Until next time, love like Him, live for Him, and reflect His light into this world. Mm